Good evening from the mountains of Southern California. This is Planet Positivity. I'm your host, Motivational Mark, and I am going shaking my booty right now. Casey and the Sunshine Band, we're about to break it down in this podcast. This podcast is all about discomfort, uh, pain, and how it leads to success. Here we go, here we go, everybody, get on the floor and dance. Oh, I love that song. I don't know why, it's be, uh, one of my jams lately. I go through uh, different songs every month or so that I really like, and Shake, 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 Shake Your Booty by the Casey Sun and the Sunshine Band is one of my uh, ones that I'm liking right now, especially when I'm working out or right before I work out. It helps get me ready. This is episode number six. We're moving right along. Um, I'm going for my 10 in 10 days, so this is like number seven in seven days. I have one planned for tomorrow. I confirmed it with Jed, so we're going to do a, a, a show on the Galapagos on my other podcast, The Super Travel Experience. That's uh, my other podcast, which is a lot about uh, traveling different countries. Also, I started getting into self-help, motivational stuff like I'm doing with this one, but that's why I kind of start that's why I did start this one because I was leaning in that direction. Not only helps everyone listening, this also helps me a lot. I'll tell you yesterday after I did the podcast uh, on what was yesterday? I don't even remember. It went like a blur. Gratitude. Gratitude. Yeah. After uh, And that's Lucy pushing her way in. Hello. She is joining me. You want to join me, Lucy? Come on. Lucy, my cat, opened the door like she usually does when I'm taking a shower, going to the bathroom, whatever I'm doing. She has to come in and supervise. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is my seventh and seven days, and we'll have Jed tomorrow on the other one. So that'll be eight and eight days, and I'll only have two more left for my 10 and 10 challenge. I know, I, I, I know I've heard this before that other people have done this before, but I don't know that they went as long as me, like I'm, I'm averaging about 51 minutes of podcasts. So that's good. Let's see. What, what do you think, Lucy? She agrees. Yeah. What else do you have to say? <laughs> Put her on the chair next to me. Here. What are you doing? All right. The, the, what else? Anything else? What do you have to say to the millions of people out there listening? Anything? I guess not. She's speechless. All right, that's it. Um, oh, that's it for Lucy, not the show. Okay, uh, so right now this one's going to be on, what did I just say? It was discomfort, pain, um, and how it's relationship to success. Because to change, you need to face discomfort. It's just how it is. You're going to feel uncomfortable. You're going to feel a little bit of pain. But it's not suffering. Suffering or hurt is different. Hurt, you don't want hurt, but pain and discomfort is good. It's actually uh, a key thing for success. It's, it's a key. So let's go into some quotes like I always like to do. Uh, are you happy or just comfortable? Anonymous. Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Neil Donald Walsh. So what does that mean? Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. That means you really 
begin life when you become uncomfortable and feel discomfort. That's what is what it means. So it's like I, I know there's a quote that says, "All good things happen outside your comfort zone." A lot of times, especially now. Um, we're stuck in our comfort zones. We're stuck sitting on the couch watching TV, vegging out like like a zombie, and just stuffing our faces with McDonald's and and Burger King and Popeyes chicken because you know they're all comfortable. But we have to feel discomfort to really grow, and growing is one of the ways that makes us truly deeply happy. Uh, go into that more later. So, okay, everything you want is on the other side of fear by Anonymous. Uh, when you when was the last time you did something for the first time by Anonymous? That means try something new. Uh, stop being afraid of what could go wrong and think of what could go right. Uh, that goes back into with our positive mental attitude, focusing on positive things uh, when you just focus on the negative you don't see all the positive and uh, positive uh, opportunities that present itself because you're too focused on that negative like what for every uh, one door that closes three more open but a lot of times we don't see those other open doors and other opportunities because they're so focused on the door that closed right in front of us when um Great things never came from comfort zones. Definitely outside of your comfort zone is where the magic happens. A lot of all these quotes are actually anonymous. I don't, I don't know why. Uh, if we're growing, we're always going to be out of our comfort zone. Comfort, discomfort equals growth. Pain equals growth. Uh, suffering, no, not, not, not as good. Okay, if you want something you've never had, then you have to do something you've never done. Don't be afraid to give up the good and go for the great. Steve Prefontaine. In the end, we regret the chances we didn't take. Uh, that's one of the the regrets of the dying is um, um, uh, read. Uh, here, let me find that article. I found it really fascinating. Uh, the regrets of the dying. I'm getting a little tired but i have to do this podcast so there's top five regrets of the dying that's what it reminds me of i remember uh i think i went through this in another podcast i wish i had let myself be happier i wish i hadn't worked so hard i wish i had the courage to live a true life to myself and not the life others expected of me i wish i had the courage to express my feelings i wish i had stayed in touch with my friends so there's a lot of uh regrets of the dying that that you don't want to be that person dying on the deathbed having these regrets because you didn't want to feel or couldn't feel discomfort because you didn't want to take a risk so that that's what uh, was going through my head when I was reading that quote. Um, in the end, we regret the chances we didn't take. So there you go. The biggest rewards in life are found outside your comfort zone. Live with it. Fear and risk are prerequisites if you want to enjoy a, a life of success and adventure. Jack Canfield. Uh, traveling by itself is a heck of an uh, adventure. I mean, you're out of your comfort zone pretty much uh, often if you know, you're not familiar with that country, you're not fam familiar with the language, the culture, the food, all that, all that stuff, and that gets you out of your comfort zone really effectively. Um, it's okay to be scared. Being scared means you're about to do something really, really brave. Your comfort zone is your danger zone, Greg Plitt. Your life does not get better by chance. It gets better by change, by Jim Rohn. And change is scary. It's uncomfortable. It's a little bit of discomfort. Change. Comfort zones are where dreams go to die. <clears throat> That's uh, definitely true. Um, people live in their comfort zones, most people for the most of their lives, and then they have regrets. 
that they wish they would have done the things that they w- they should have done and wanted to do. And okay, all progress takes place outside the comfort zone. Uh, Michael Bobak, all progress takes place outside the comfort zone. There you go. If you want to build a muscle, you have to get uncomfortable and feel a little bit of pain for it to grow. It's a very similar concept. The shell must break before the bird can fly. Alfred Tennyson, that's beautifully spoken. If you want to change, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. Step so far outside your comfort zone that you forget how to get back. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I think about that when I'm traveling a lot and I'm like so far out of my comfort zone. I'm like, how the heck do I get back? What's it like to feel comfortable? Even just like daily disciplines, habits that I have where I like I work out a couple times a day on the I run and I bike and then I do stuff that gets me out of the comfort zone that I feels weird to be comfortable if I sit on the couch for a few minutes and watch maybe a, a Netflix show or something. It feels kind of Weird, just because it's so used to feeling uncomfortable. A good portion of the things you want in life is outside your comfort zone. Idowu Koyenikin. Now, the hardest thing to do is leaving your comfort zone, but you have to let go of the life you're familiar with and take the risk to live the life you dream about by T. Arago. So that's goes back to that courage podcast. Build the courage, find a find a purpose and that will help help you get out of your comfort zone too many of us are not living our dreams because we are living our fears less brown well said less comfort zones are plush lined coffins when you stay in your plush lined coffin you die standale that's deep uh, be fearful of me- mediocrity jonathan ellery there you go i'm not telling you it's going to be easy i'm telling you it's going to be worth it by anonymous so the the benefits of going outside your comfort zone and being uncomfortable, facing your fears, living your dreams and happiness, that's it. You, you live your dreams by facing your fears, feeling uncomfortable, going through a little bit of pain and you're a more happy, uh, fulfilled person. Uh, that's, that's, the big, that's the big takeaway. Some people are actually elite, uh, afraid to leave the country. A lot of people don't have passports. I mean, that's a, a, a big one right there. Anyone, anyone could really do. I mean, I live in Southern California. We're two and a half mile, uh, hours drive from Mexico. All you got to do is drive down there, walk across the border. You'll immediately feel discomfort. You'll have all these fears and irrational thoughts going to your head about, oh, how dangerous is it? Is it dangerous? Am I going to get shot? Is it safe? And it's incredibly safe. I've been down there dozens of times and never had any issue whatsoever. And it's just irrational fears. But once you keep doing that, you realize that um, our mind is uh, plays more tricks on us, uh, isn't 100% when we visit a place, our mind has a different preconceived notion of it than what's actually there. So that's that. Those are some well-written quotes on motivational quotes to help you get out of your comfort zone. So now we'll go into what's the best kept secret of very successful people? Fascinating. Do you have any ideas? Can you think of it? Discomfort. That's it. Truly successful people don't merely tolerate discomfort. They embrace it and they seek it out again and again. So remember the Courage uh, episode? We have that, what was it? Oh, geez, my, my brain's a little slow right now. It's the S-G-A-C-C. Uh, I, I hope that's the correct one. Part of the brain. It's pretty close, I know, but um, that has that Courage Center of the brain. Courage Center, S-G-A-A-C. Let me double check. Courage. And that, the more you work it, the more uh, those 
S-G-A-C-C, that's it. It's a subgenual anterior cingulate cortex. So the more you work it, the more those neurons fire together, the more they wire together, and the more courage you'll feel. So start with something very small, like talking to uh, someone of the opposite sex or the same sex that you want to ask on a date. Just talk to someone in general. Talking to people is a very uh, uncomfortable for people, and um, especially nowadays when we're, we're all uh, connected um, by uh, technology, by the phone and computers and all that. Okay, so the be very best kept secret or the best kept secret of very successful people is they don't merely tolerate discomfort. They embrace it, seeking it out again and again. So for most of us, change is not comfortable. Sometimes a discomfort comes from uncertainty or ambiguity, ambiguity, ambiguity <laughs> that's a tough word what if we do this in sales tank what if i don't succeed sometimes it's related to a sense of loss change demands that you got to give up something whether that something is an hr policy or carbohydrates the prospect is rarely pleasant sometimes the discomfort is even more fundamental and linked linked to identity if I make the change, like get divorced, say, or quit my job to start my own business, who will I be? I'll have to reinvent myself. But you don't have to think of it like reinvent myself. You could rebuild yourself exactly how you want to be. That's a positive way to look at it and one that I've heard many times before. Many of us conceive of discomfort as a temporary stage, a necessary if unpleasant rite of passage on the way to a better future, scrimping and saving, living in a crummy apartment, working long hours for too little money. That's all the stuff you put up with while waiting for the day when you've made it. Once you've reached your goal, you can relax a little. Being comfortable is the goal, but is it? You know, I want to say probably one of the most discomfort I've ever felt was probably when I joined the military. That was an intense. When you get, you're on a bus, I'm on a bus in Southern California, and they take you to Denny's to have like the last breakfast type of meal and like oh this is great the guys in here are all nice the people in charge and as soon as you get to Marine Corps Recruit Depot MCRD in San Diego all hell breaks loose they come on I th I think they came on and they're like all right guys we're gonna treat you really nice you're gonna have a wonderful time and then all of a sudden get off my bus get off now line up do 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 and then you're just, you're in shock. You're shocked. You get on these footprints. You stand there and you just, we're shaking. I'm shaking. Everyone's shaking. Uh, this is the first time people are used to getting yelled at uh, or first time people are getting yelled at. They're not used to it. And then you just go through, you know, um, you get all your stuff, all your clothes, all your supplies and all your normal clothes are put in the bags and you get your head completely shaved. That was intense, man. I got my head completely shaved. I have a scar on the top of my head. Oh, I remember in, uh, in recruiting, they made fun of the scar on my head. I was so pissed. I wanted to get up and just punch the guy. That's how mad I was. But because when you're sitting on tables, you have your head on the table, your forehead's pressed into the table to increase the discomfort and fear because they don't want you to see uh they don't want you to see they want you to you know feel uncomfortable and it's it's what it it's important to be a premier warfighter uh military of the world and so that was important to do but i hated it oh man i got mad too it was probably one of the most uncomfortable experiences I've, I've ever had to deal with but luckily uh boot camp was only like 13 weeks give or take and 
uh, as it went on, you got stronger and stronger and you learned a lot. And that's definitely a wonderful rite of passage. I was 17 years old at the time and that was in the late 90s. So you could guess how old I am now. Middle, I'm a, I'm a grandpa now. No, <laughs> that'd be funny. Uh, so yeah, and there's tons of stories I could talk about in uh, in boot camp. I, I remember when you go to the bathroom, so there's a urinal, urinal and you know, at first you're waiting in line behind people, but the drill instructors are yelling and they're counting down. So you don't have a lot of time. So like three people would have to pee at the same time in one urinal and you just get used to it. It's so, it's kind of weird. And it was some funny stuff. I was in the shower one time and I was like, uh, we had to take shower naked with everyone. That was that was definitely uncomfortable. I, I remember I dropped the soap one time and I was like, all right guys, I dropped the soap careful careful just messing around and i no one, no one laughed I, I laughed but no one else laughed and then i was uh going to the bathroom i was actually uh in in uh, the, the the restroom there's no doors too so there's no doors on these restrooms and it's right in front of the laundry and the drill instructor uh, comes in and i go good evening sir while I'm going to the bathroom, and he goes, "You're nasty, nasty, you're nasty," and uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty funny, and and yeah, it's just full of discomfort. So it's it's kind of a good thing. Actually, it is a really good thing for people. I'll, I'll talk more about that another time. I could talk, you know, hours about the military and all the cool, hard, difficult, challenging, and amazing experiences I've had, and definitely that's where I learned. Uh, I fell in love with marksmanship actually there too. Shooting the rifle was very meditative and I loved it. I loved the relaxation and the skill. And even to this day, I love marksmanship and shooting shooting uh, guns uh, for sport and, and as a hobby. Uh, anyways, uh, let's see where are we back to discomfort. Discomfort and innovation is part of the article. What's striking uh, about creative and innovative people, whether they're they're change agents in Silicon Valley. Our artists, whose work is shown at the Venice Biennale, is that discomfort. Uh, is that comfort doesn't seem to suit them. Some respond to success the way other people respond to failure. They redouble their efforts, working even harder and longer. Many seek out a new challenge altogether. The CEO of a startup takes up the guitar. The prize-winning novelist starts volunteering at orphanages in Haiti. They seek out new experiences, change again. And again, so successful people seek out new experiences, change again and again to feel discomfort, to feel uncomfortable, to help spur growth, ultimately feel uh, happiness. That's that's kind of like the main main thing. Some uh, something about that seems to jumpstart creativity and innovation as well. Evidence shows that creative contributions depend on the breadth, not just depth of our knowledge and experience, according to a recent article in the New York Times. Uh, and this talks about fashion, how uh, and also Nobel scientists, Nobel Prize winners are 22 times more likely to perform as actors, dancers, or musicians, 12 times more likely to write poetry, plays, or novels, seven times more likely to dabble in arts and crafts, and twice as likely to play an instrument or compose music. So discomfort and creativity. Now that scientists have been maybe lousy dancers, now these scientists may be lousy dancers and piano players, but that's not the point. The point is that a lot of highly successful creative people continually seek out different challenges that make like the rest of us pretty uncomfortable 
but they get comfortable being uncomfortable. That's another good saying and a good thing to have that mindset of. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Uh, Truly successful people don't merely tolerate discomfort. They embrace it, seeking it out again and again. And their discomfort uh, their comfort with discomfort is what makes them so good at change. They seem to experience discomfort as a positive rather than a negative force, and they find a way to use it to motivate themselves to achieve. They go turn that mindset from a negative to a positive. Find the positive in every obstacle, every discomfort, every pain. Find the positive aspect of it. Apparently, our brains are wired uh, purely, uh, mostly for survival, uh, and so we have we focus naturally on the negative. That's one of the reasons why. So we have to work to change our mind to focus on the positive, like flipping a switch on a, a dial on the TV where uh, you, you could choose how you want to feel. Uh, I, t- I was just listening to uh, Tony Robbins talk about that, how you can change your um, your emotions uh by it's like flipping a dial on a tv so if you want to feel happy you can but if you want to see the positive in something you can if you want to see the negative in something you can if you want to see a horror movie you will if you want to see uh, a joyful movie you will and this is like a metaphor for our lives all right to understand how change then we have to understand how to withstand discomfort this is a very uh, personal project because discomfort always is internal it's mental and emotional and sometimes physical and leaning into it requires us to use muscles we may not even know we have Flexing them, allowing for ambiguity, for the unknown, for the possibilities that feel risky and maybe downright terrifying is how creativity and fresh starts become possible. That's a pretty cool article. And so let's go to success is proportional to the amount to the amount of pain and tolerate uh, and work you can tolerate. Hold on, let me get a water break. My mouth is getting dry. Hold on, give me 10 seconds here. All right, success is proportional to the amount of pain and work you could tolerate. That's a pretty good article to um, create an environment that makes you jump out of your skin. The quality of your success is proportional to the amount of pain and work you could tolerate. In whatever areas you aim to succeed, success will not penetrate if you avoid pain and failure. Failure is part of feeling uncomfortable. It's part of feeling discomfort and failure. Failing again, 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 and again is a prerequisite for success in any avenue of anything. Uh, so most people have a soaring motivation in the beginning, but as a challenge progresses, their motivation slowly regress. This is why they leave their dreams hanging and settle with the what life gives them. Gives them. Do not settle and do not leave your dreams hanging. Life is too short. We found that out the other day. Kobe Bryant died at the age of 41, but he lived a great life and accomplished most of his dreams. He is hugely successful and definitely, uh, I wish, you know, I could be as successful as he was. And I'm sure most of us can too. And um, RIP, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant and his family. All right. uh, And and many uh, well wishes to his family. Uh, it's, It's sad event. I believe nine people died in that helicopter, including his daughter. So that's really a, a sad thing. Okay. But in the words of John Morrow, the smart blogger founder, he said, the only way to succeed is if the pain of doing something is less than the pain of doing nothing. You must therefore increase the pain of doing nothing. Oh, that's fascinating. John Morrow is a blogger who touched millions of readers throughout his post. He inspires others, and, uh, but also able to help his family and travel the world whenever he wants. He found his own company that earns him billions, millions of dollars. You might say that's nothing special about it since 
Many bloggers do the same, but John's not just a typical blogger. Uh, he cannot move anything but his face. John is a multimillionaire blogger who cannot move any part of his body except his face. Do you hear that? So what's your excuse? Well, tell me, what, what's your excuse? We have none. Look at this. This guy's a millionaire blogger traveling the world, and he can not he can only move his face he writes his post through a speech recognition technology and lip operated mouse he suffered a near death accident and his muscular disease always gives him unbearable pain yet he was able to escape the reality that many people expect him to have he's a millionaire in a wheelchair helping others reach their dream dreams through mentorship what's his secret you ask Find something that scares you the most. To John, is dying in a nursing home. He would be relying on the government. Uh, what the government can provide freely, he would have an unfilled life while waiting for his death. Those thoughts forced him to reconstruct a reality based on his own definition. He took, uh, took it small steps at a time. He went to another country, even um, though his fears of being scammed, robbed, or starved to death loomed around to him it's better than dying in a nursing home wow that only by conquering those fears that he saw and revealed the greatest potential that he has and he can only move his face he's in a wheelchair this is amazing uh, wow okay he says john said if you find yourself paralyzed by fear the only way out is often to find something that scares you more imagine what will happen if you do nothing Make it so real in your mind that you're about to jump out of your skin and then harness the en that energy to do the crazy things you need to do. What is that that makes you scared the most? Uh, to me, it's facing the people who sacrifice for my education, not being able to prove that I'm worthy of that sacrifice. He says, I have became very lazy and dependent in the past two years. After all, hurting and failing myself is not as bad as hurting those who believe in me. But after realizing I have to face them year, next year gave me this shame that fuels me to improve myself. Not because I want to impress them, not because it will satisfy them, not because I want to protect my ego, because of the belief and love they have invested in me and doing nothing means wasting their sacrifice that equates um hurting the very people i love and cherish and even though i'm not yet at the destination where i want to be i can still tell them that i am currently on a journey where i truly want to be and that journey journey is where you also want me to be yeah it's an amazing story so if you want to see that person you can become define the fear that will force you to move that fear should not stop you from performing Instead, it should add, uh, it should fuel you to think of alternatives on how to conquer it. And then Darius Faro said, We must realize that without a reason, we will never change. Force a reason instead of wanting the change, you must change. Give no other, um, you must. There's no other uh, result that you'll live with. You must do it. You must change for the better. So you tell yourself, you don't need to be qualified. There's tons of amazing stories, but I don't, I don't want to go into all of them. Well, let's see what this last one is. So this one's good. The journey, journey towards improvement is not always a happy choice. Set the kind of goals that will make something of you to achieve them. Jim Rome, set the kind of goals that will make something of you 
to achieve them. Fulfilled people have the courage and self-honesty to admit that they have been held back by their own self-limiting beliefs and imaginary boundaries. That's just it. All these limiting beliefs and uh, imaginary boundaries are in our head. They're just, they're just, they're not real. But the good news is, if they're self-limiting, if they're self-constructed fears and beliefs, you could also destroy and change those fears and beliefs. So that's the good news. They focus on outcomes rather than roadblocks. They're flexible and adaptive and always in search of continuous improvement. The journey towards self-improvement is not always a happy choice. No, it's often difficult and you often feel discomfort. You may be abandoned by a few people you consider as friends and allies. You'll find those who scratch your back because you scratch theirs. Um, Chad Grill said, if you're brave enough to push past the point where when most people will turn against you, you will meet new allies and forge far greater friendships than you previously could have imagined. Could have imagined. If you want to experience fulfillment, you'll need to abandon the beliefs and habits that keep you from achieving more. It may equate to swallowing your ego and admit there's a huge need for learning. It may require a series of failures to meet the end goal you desire. Most people rely on what is served to them, even though deep within they feel that they deserve something better. The truth, they truly deserve something better only if their heart is open to the door of possibility. You can't be successful by merely dreaming about it. It just doesn't work that way. You can't wish for something. You can't have that, oh, what's that, uh, um... Where you think it and it comes to existence by just thinking about it. The secret, is that what it is? Where you just think about something and, oh, I'm going to have it. You have to put in the work, a lot of work. And you have to, yeah, that, that's the biggest thing. You have to work towards your goal and towards change. All right, Andrew Carnegie has said, anything in life that is worth having is worth working for. If you want a happy family, devote time to your loved ones. If you want a great marriage, a lot of effort to work on it. If you want a satisfying career, search the area that wakes up your heart. If you want a fulfilling life, show the world what you can give. Uh, reminds me of the secret to living is giving. I mean, Tony Robbins says that the secret to living is giving. If you want to improve, take the first step, no matter how small it is. You may not be ready for the entire show right now, but be flexible on what comes ahead. The steps will be unveiled as you progress in this journey. The failures you'll stumble uh, you'll stumble through will give you the lessons you need to continue your trek. To continue your dreams, you can't allow yourself to be dragged down by negative people. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time around, so find better friends if you, you're hanging around uh, crap shit friends. You want to find great friends. If you don't have any shit friends then uh as ty lopez said if you don't know who the sucker is in the room you're probably the sucker so you should probably uh <laughs> I'm, I'm not i'm not saying that you know you're you're a shit friend i'm just saying that you know you might want to might, might want to go introspective and and examine and work on that positive mental attitude all right you can't stick on the poor habits you used to have you can't repeat the same excuses you use to validate your inactions you could have either excuses or you can have results you can't have both so one of the hashtags i like to use is no excuses you could go go even more intense go no effing excuses uh, this is what it takes to achieve your success swallowing the bitter medicine that will make you better which many people would rather spit. Uh, Hal Elrod said, the moment you accept total responsibility for everything in your life is the day you claim the power to change anything in your life. That's well said. The moment you accept total responsibility for everything 
in your life is the day you claim the power to change anything in your life. It's all right if you feel the pain. That means it's working. Stay on the game and keep going for your dreams. The world needs that special gift that only you have. Marie Forleo. Many people are resting on their tombs with dreams buried with them, and many people will likely experience the same. They'll continue reciting the same excuses they have, busy schedule, exist, uh, exhausting job, um, unlimited parenting duties, other activities. They're, these are all valid, but giving yourself a chance to try is better than not doing anything at all. The universe has lots of opportunities, infinite amount of opportunities. You just have to look and see and, and be open towards them. However, it will only cater for those who are brave enough to endure the training. Victory is built in each, in, a, in each of us. You were born to win. Zig Ziglar's quote, amazing. You listening to this, everyone, you were born to win. Victory is built into each of us. That's a fact. Aiming to improve your life is one of the important decisions you have to make. The sacrifice may be painful for a while. Also, you get to the, uh, as you get used to this path, you'll see the greater potential you have. You'll break previous achievements that you never thought you could. You'll gain the confidence that was once snatched from you. Overcome what you're most scared of. Believe that you can embody who you truly want to be. Embrace m improvement that most people dread to take. Start working today for the tomorrow you've been dreaming of. No one else can do it for you. Only you can and you will. All right, that was a great way to end that fantastic article on success is proportional to the amount of pain and work you can tolerate um, by Kay Ramos, written in 2017. So there are seven inevitable stages of pain before you succeed. I thought this was pretty good to to read off this since we have a little bit more time and <clears throat> uh, there's oh there's a couple quotes to how to f um, discomfort is necessary for success success demands determination discomfort dedication and denial if you can outlast that discomfort i guarantee you baby on the other side of it is success discomfort is the currency of success Anything that I've ever done personally, I don't think it was ever comfortable. Whether it's winning a race, whether it's training, you know, running or cycling or trying something new or anything, all great things come from discomfort. And there's nine inevitable stages of pain before you succeed. Uh, number one, you will feel pain discomfort every successful person travels a painful journey suffering is an integral and essential part of any real pursuit of success but not long-term suffering if it's long-term suffering then you need you know medical uh, supervision or, or help medical help but suffering as as, a, as far as you know going through um, discomfort and, and that stuff. Uh, nothing that about success comes easy, but every painful story has a potential to have a successful ending. You may as well accept suffering as a traveling companion rather than resist it and create more struggle. See each day as a day that you are blessed. 
with new chances and opportunities to start from the place you find yourself. Uncertainty and stress are inevitable. It's an inevitable fact of life. Uncertainty, stress, pain, discomfort. The more you get used to it, the more you work that courage down of the brain, the more you'll be able to handle it more effectively and efficiently and, and better and have a better life. Both prompt you to make adjustments to mitigate their effects, men uh, mentoring you toward further success. A little stress can push you in a positive direction. It's called you stress, good stress, right? Number two, you will want to give up prematurely. As you wander through your uh, directionless time on your journey, you will experience intense moments of feeling lost and hopelessness. It's normal. It's part of the journey. It is during these times you must hold tight on your vision and take back control of your motivation. You must prepare yourself mentally to fight that little voice inside your head that becomes a force to reckon with when you have to push yourself to keep going when you don't feel like it. The quickest way to de derail your dreams is to quit when things look bleak because that's when you're the closest. Quitting when you're on the front lines of these critical moments keeps you living amongst the average. The successful persevere, persist, and rise. Number three, you will lose relationships. That's normal. You're going to lose friends, sometimes loved ones. Uh, success takes a tremendous amount of effort and sacrifice. The effort and time you need to put into your journey will be will not be tolerable to some who feel you owe them more of your time, effort, energy. The, and also people get really jealous. People love success, but they hate successful people. There's another quote. They love People love success, but they hate successful people. I don't know. I, I guess because they're jealous, envious. People want to be like them. I don't, I don't know what it is uh the successful uh sacrifice an enormous the successful sacrifice an enormous amount to get where they want to go trusting that the people meant to travel their journey with them will accept and support the sacrifice is which need to be made you will likely lose relationships with those who do not passionately share in your vision as you succeed your path will narrow narrow there are fewer people at the top but you you will lose relationships but you also gain relationships too you'll uh, lose people um, but you also gain really good people and better people for you number four people will discourage you yeah, that's normal, especially family, friends, you name it. There's a popular thought that you should keep your dreams close to your chest because if you share them, you may pillage them to dream stealers and naysayers. Oh, that's the worst. Arnold Schwarzenegger, one of his rules of success, ignore the naysayers. The human mind is programmed to believe the negative. Negative thoughts are extremely contagious. And when you set on the road less traveled, you will have an audience full of small-minded people trying to scare you and discourage you from your chasing your dreams. Oh, I can't stand negative people and people that that try to discourage you. Oh, it drives me nuts. And they're the ones not doing anything to make their lives better. They're sitting on the couch eating Cheetos and Cheez-Its, watching the news every day and just telling you, be careful, don't do this, don't do that. You know, you shouldn't do this. Uh, you know, that sort of, okay, these are the people who want to instill so much fear in you that you shrink. You have to make yourself immune to these influences when you set out on your quest for success. Work quietly and let your success do the talking. Or just don't care what people think. That's where I've gotten uh, in my life now. I've gotten to a point where I don't really care what people think so much anymore. I'm just going to keep going and keep living my purpose and doing what I do to become successful. And I, yeah, okay, five, you will be hated for no reason. Reality is people don't tend to like other successful people. Like I said before, people love success and hate successful people. There's a jealousy that comes 
with being different, standing out, and humbly chasing your dreams. Small people hate those who have or do everything they lack. Dealing with jealousy can be difficult, especially if you want to maintain relationships with certain people or if they are a big part of your life. You just may need to let them go. In reality, there will always be a certain percentage of people who will not like you no matter who you are or what you do. Use these... Uh, People and experiences as resilience, resiliency, training, and reasons to feel your drive. Success is always the greatest revenge. Learn to let your haters make you greater. And they say if you found, uh, if people are criticizing you, then you're doing good. You know, if you have trolls, and that means you're uh, you're up there be, becoming successful. Number six, you will doubt yourself. Nine times out of ten, when you start a new venture, you will go in and out of feeling utterly paralyzed. It's because you doubt yourself. Sometimes you may doubt your knowledge, your decisions, all that sort of stuff. All the doubt creates uh, an internal conflict over, and you need uh, over what you need to do to move forward. Um, doubt and delay when paired derail success. So on your journey, trust there's no such thing as wrong. The only wrong choice is not making one. So successful people make decisions fast and change slow. Unsuccessful people make decisions slow and change um, and change fast. Yeah. That, that's it so successful people make decisions fast and then change them slow unsuccessful make decisions slow and change them fast so that makes sense so doubts are an inevitable inevitable part of succeeding the important thing is that you act in spite of them you will fail risk taking is at the very heart of any quest for success but the important thing is you fail forward, you learn, you regroup, you recharge, and you re-engage. When striving for success, you will consistently face choices which involve risk. Risk by nature is scary. It's uncomfortable. It's painful. You may lose your life savings or you lose your reputation. You risk criticism, humiliation. You will likely have to pick up the pieces and start all over again, time and time again, on any path towards success. You give up what you know for what could be. Hope is your dope the rewards can be great but so can the cost you will fail and you will have to rise each and every time you fail you rise you fail you rise you keep going you persist you adapt you overcome and then you win and that's it oh number eight <laughs> that was a good time to, to end it will all be worth it this is the last one to achieve anything, you have to think positive about what you're doing. You have to know that what you are doing is right. You have to believe that you will succeed and you have to trust the process. When the right thoughts and actions are combined, there is nothing you cannot achieve. You're limitless. You're powerful beyond measure. With the right idea, attitude, and thoughts, a struggle really is nothing but another essential component of your success. It all starts with you. When you fall in love with a great idea, fate will push you to follow your path. Your vision can impact the world, but you really have to want it. The vision is the prize, not the money or the end results. That is what you are really here for, isn't it? have an impact to make a difference you can only know your significance through the impact you have upon others when you see that your success improves and positively influences the lives of others it will all be worth it um, i don't believe destination to be a place i believe destination is a feeling is the experience of what it feels like to deeply move help and contribute to the world at large that type of destination makes the struggle of the journey well worth it that was written by sherry campbell 
a psychologist, author, and speaker, the seven inevitable stages of pain before you succeed. She added the eighth, the it'll all be worth it. Cool article, beautiful, well-written, Sherry. Thank you for that. And that's about it for the podcast. I hope uh, I hope we got some value out of it. And Lucy is uh, curled up into a ball right next to me on the chair next to me. Let's see. Any final words, Lucy? That's it. Anything else? All right. She says, don't wake me. Don't bother me. I'm sleeping. And she's looking at me like she's annoyed. All right. Oh, she's giving me the evil eye, the stink eye. All right. All right, Lucy, I'll let you go. Let you sleep. I don't want to bother her. All right. And that's it, guys. Um, anything else I could add to this on discomfort and pain? I think it pretty much summed it up. Everything in my life that I've ever done that was uh, positive, whether even even just going to college, a new school, taking a new class, anything like that. Not necessarily like like climbing, uh, going on an airplane if you're afraid of flying, but but anything really. Uh, talking to a loved one you haven't talked to because it's emotionally uh, discomfortable, uncomfortable, that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's definitely good to face your fears live your dreams and that stuff so thanks for listening and i think i need some more water and i am happy to be done with seven podcasts in seven days this is awesome all right i'm gonna shake my booty right now get up and shake your booty casey in the sunshine bag coming back right at you 1976 the disco perfection version all right guys Thank you for listening to the Planet Positivity. Have a wonderful night, wonderful day, wonderful morning, wonderful life. And that's it. Make it a great life. You only have one shot. One shot. We have no choice. You better go and make it wonderful. Live your dreams. That's it. Everybody on the floor is this.